Thanks for tuning into this episode of FinTech Focus TV, powered by Harrington Star, the global leaders in financial technology recruitment. Head over to the Harrington Star website where you'll be able to find all the latest jobs in financial technology across the globe. You'll also be able to download the latest issue of the Financial Technologist magazine, including the Top 1% Workplace Awards. Finally, if you're looking to grow your team, please get in touch. Enjoy the show. And welcome to another episode of FinTech Focus TV with me, Toby Bad. And today we are at the Fix America's Trading Conference, where we've been talking to some of the good and great of the industry all day. And the great continues with Joseph Lowe. Joseph, how are you? Great. Thanks for having me. Listen, wonderful to have you on the show. Um, Broadridge is a company that needs no introduction, but I'm going to ask you to do it anyway. Um, you've just stumbled me with the numbers. 15,000 people across the business is, right. is a huge um, one of the godfathers of the financial technology space. So we're going to have lots to talk into. You're, you're speaking on a panel later on. You're going through everyone's favorite subjects at the moment, AI. Right. It, it's not a conference at the moment if AI isn't, isn't brought into it. So I'm really interested to hear your take on it when you're going to lead in, lead in with as well. Uh, but before we get into all of that, let's, uh, let's do the intros. Joseph, tell us a bit about what you do, who you are, and, uh, and what Broadridge, Broadridge does alongside. Yeah, my name, is, my name is Joseph Lowe. I head up enterprise platforms at Broadridge. Uh, responsible for our global enterprise product management capability. Um, Broadridge is, as you, as you kind of mentioned, is a global fintech leader uh, with key franchises in wealth, uh, wealth and investment management, capital markets, and the global governance process. Uh, together, we have about 15,000 employees all around the world. Uh, as, it relates to, as it relates to the capital markets and trading, uh, we process over $10 trillion worth of trades a day. Uh, and we do uh, corporate communications, regulatory communications uh, to about 80% of households in, in North America. Incredible. So, a long term sort of partner of Fix and been very involved Absolutely. in the community for a long time as well. Yeah. And um, yeah, so, as I said, your, yours is, um, I think the, the agenda today is fascinating. We were talking beforehand about the sort of level of different conversations that, were, that are happening through it, the conversations I've had today and all sorts of areas of it. Yeah, and as I said at the start, AI is always at the very kernel yeah. of, of, of conversation at the moment because it's got such a, a game-changing opportunity within the space. So tell me a little bit about what your panel's sort of modus operandi is, what your, you know, what the title of the the, the panel is, yeah. what you guys are going to get, be getting involved in, and what you're going to be talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, not only is it at the start of every conference, every conversation yeah. with every client. Uh, you know, at the bar, at every meeting, it's about AI. What are, what are people doing about AI? Uh, the panel I'll be on is all about, you know, AI and its applications as it relates to trading, as it relates to fix, as it relates to the post-trade workflows. Uh, and I'll be joined by, you know, other people in the industry focused on that. You know, one of, one of kind of our motivations at Broadridge is to really, uh, is to be a leader leading, one of our motivations at Broadridge is to be a, a leading practitioner of AI and using it in all sorts of areas of our business. Um, we're, we're, we're doing that very much so in our capital markets business, where we are using AI for advanced reconciliation of post-trade processes. As our, as our clients are moving towards T1, uh, we think AI has a big role to play in how, how reconciliation is done. Uh, we, 
Uh, uh, we've been very successful with our Bond GPT product, which is all around pre-trade analytics insights so that traders can can uh, get uh, get to the trading part faster, you know, with insights on what bonds, what fixed income is available in the credit markets. And so uh, those are just some examples. Uh, and I'd say as well, uh, we're doing a lot as it relates to uh, the actual trading process, uh, working with our uh, broader trading connectivity solutions around around AI-based uh, capabilities for, for even something as simple as fixed programming. Well, yeah. And, and with regards to you know, your, your sort of messages to, to an audience, if we, we want we want in these sessions for people to go away and be thinking about the yeah. two or three things in a different sort of way. Yeah. What do you think some of the messages that, that people are going to walk away from your panel thinking about and discussing and going back to their offices and saying, this is on our agenda, this is what we need to, to get sorted out with? Yeah, I mean, the, the number one message for for anybody is you have to start doing and less talking. Yeah. You know, uh, we talk about the conference tour where everyone is talking about AI, but the best way to do it is to start. Yeah. Um, and get familiar with what technology is actually available there. Yeah. Um, it's easy to talk about AI like it's, it's somewhere far in the future, but you know, everyone is using AI now and the sooner people can get uh, Familiar with the capabilities, familiar with the technology, and incorporating it into workflows is going to that's going to change everything. So this time last year, generative AI was you know, a twinkle in the eye almost, wasn't yeah. it? And it's been amazing the sort of scale and speed of, uh, of progression with, you know, within that whole space. Yeah. Um, 2024, that's not slowing down. No. Um, and people are putting it and working it into their strategies. They're thinking about how they can do it. As you say. Yeah, I think there's a, there's a reticence sometimes in this, this heavily regulated space where, this, where the stakes are so high. There's a reticence sometimes to say, right, we're going after this and, and being the, the early movers within it. How are you overcoming that sort of thing when, you, when, when, when the, the advantage is the speed of adoption yes. you know, in, in many sort of ways? What's your, what's your thought process on that? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy that just this, this time last year, November last year, was when ChatGPT came out. I know. And people were just amazed that I could write a poem for, for, your, for your spouse. Yeah. And uh, we've moved so far past that because... So quickly. So well. quickly because, and, and unusually for our industry, which tends to lag, you know, when it comes to, you know, adopting the latest technology. You know, for us at Broadridge, you know, we've taken a, you know, a four-point framework to be able to adopt AI, generative AI, in a in a safe and secure way for our clients. Yeah. Um, and and it really it really evolves around, uh, you know, a, you know, key guardrails for how for where we can use generative AI, um, applying it applying it across the enterprise so that uh, whether you're in trading, whether you're in coast trade, any of those parts, we use it. We have a centralized. Uh, mechanism to access generative AI, and that's that's uh, given our associates, our product development teams, uh, the ability to, to to use it in a safe way. And amazing. and and uh, and you're seeing the adoption, you're seeing the appetite of customers to sort of go in here and do different things. Because as you say, look, yeah. there's a really interesting takeaway that I talk about a lot. Yeah. We had a panel last night, yeah. which we hosted, where we were talking about data. Yeah. And my view still is that the adoption of data as yeah. a, as a competitive advantage is used in other industries so much better than, than, uh, sure, than financial sure. services. And it is that laggard sort of aspect in this industry for, for I think, valid reasons. It's not just like, you know, what's everyone doing? There's valid reasons why it can be adopted in other spaces. And AI, I think if you look at the, the arguments against within this sort of space, yeah. I hear it's about, right, AI is great, but it's, you know, in this industry, you can't be approximately right. Yeah. 
Um, and that's, that's, that's sort of the, the, the natural default. Cloud adoption's another piece, which don't get me started on that, and how, you know, how, how, how long it took for that to be really, yeah. you know, again, garnered within it as well. But um, what, makes this what makes this so different, and what can build that trust, which I think, and trust is necessary for adoption. Yes, well, I think, I think what's different is that it's, tang it's really tangible, viscerally tangible. You know, um, it's something that, you know, business owners, tech owners don't have to spend 18 months to do a POC on. Yeah. They can, they, you know, they, they can try with these foundation models. They can actually observe and tangibly taste the results pretty quickly. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, you mentioned data as, a, as a, an example. And I think that's where firms like mine have a, have a big advantage because we already process $10 trillion worth of trades a day. Uh, in post-trade, post we have teams of people that do managed services for people. And we, we viscerally understand the problem statement and we have historical data uh, that we can use to inform uh, how we can use generative AI. Yeah. Now, a good example, you know, when we talk about laggards, a lot of times it's paper-based processes, yeah. manual, ba manual processes in multiple different systems. Yeah, yeah. And, and they get started on Excel, right? When the reason, <laughs> and the reason why humans can do it so well is because humans, we use humans to understand all this stuff. But generative AI and these foundation models are trained on the corpus of human knowledge. Yeah, you know, and so, so really, there's a lot of opportunity that we see, um, but there's still a lot of work to do when it comes to alignment and making making sure that. You know, financial services firms and regulators can trust the AI. Yeah, absolutely. So this is something I could be talking about for a long time. <laughs> and yeah. and uh, I know you're going to be talking passionately about it on stage yes. in a minute. So for people who are listening to this and you've whetted the appetite yeah. of it and, and, uh, and we're hearing about what Broadridge can do for businesses in that sort of space, tell me who, who should be reaching out to you and how should they do that? At Broadridge, we're at the center of a lot of different processes of our firms in wealth, investment management, capital markets, and of course, the governance process. So, any firms that are uh, our clients that are that are thinking about using AI to automate processes, uh, to uh, to personalize their service, should be talking to us. I'd love for your audience to reach out on LinkedIn or check out our website at www.rogers.com. Perfect. Well, look, I'm sure they'll do that. Yeah, and it's going to be a great conversation, isn't it? So, uh, Joseph, listen, thanks so much thanks for so coming much. on the show. Good luck on the panel later on. Thank I look you. forward to hearing all the uh, the hype about it afterwards. And I'm sure that we're all sat around having cocktails at the end of this. AI is going to be on the menu, right? It always yeah, is. It always before. is, yes. Great to have you on the show. And thank, thank you. you all for watching. We will see you soon on another episode of FinTech Focus TV.